0: Francisco, and look just look at this all-star cast that i have here today first and foremost the return mm-hmm. of
1: the biz raf bizarro come rafa how are you guys good to be back good to be back man happy to be yes here, rafa. It's, it's
0: good to have you back partner big partner forever man partner mm-hmm. forever thank you so much for coming in brother uh, and pleasure. of course of course I, I mean I might have to give it up to him. He he he's definitely the co king of Napoli drip. Like like it, like if we could share a crown, you know what I'm saying?
2: well, Fran we'll, you, we'll you're definitely the king. I'll go. Prince. Well, I'll I go mean, listen.
0: You're, okay, the prince. Uh, it's I'll only because prince. I'm so much older than you are, Fran. You know what I mean?
2: That's so much. That,
0: that's got. That's that's it. You know, but you're but one Donald. of these days we're gonna we're gonna compare closets. You know what I'm saying? For um, sure. But this guy, I mean, also just uh, a top dude, top-notch dude, you know. Uh, but thank you, Fran, for coming in, too. Uh, okay. I want to thank, thank everybody in the chat. Dude, the chat is popping already. already Look at popping this. Popping off, man. You tell them you start at 930 and you get a 950 start, you know, they're all waiting. No <laughs> they're, 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 they're itching to come in. Uh, right. My man, Chris Estrada, is back in in town. Chris my man, thank you again for coming in. Um, uh, yes, he messaged me saying, where can I find you guys? Glad to be part of this new journey. Wonderful. The Holy Trinity, Vincenzo Bertillo. Um, uh, yeah, man. Here we are. Here we are. And, you know, what What a good freaking weekend this was. Thank God, God we're back we here. Thank, thank God. Thank God. Milan Napoli one Ooh. nil Napoli at the San Siro. It's another win against Napoli against Milan at the San Siro. Uh, we haven't lost since 2014. Napoli are back in second place. Um, and you know, I had to, I had to bring Bizzaro in for this because who else than Elif Elmas getting the early winner, the 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 the, the Macedonian. Marauder. I don't know. What do we call it? Marauder. Calling, right? the, the, the Macedonian Marauder, right? I'm down with it. Um, I mean, well, I, I let proud listen, of my boy, let's, Rafa. Proud yeah, we are. I'm we're all proud. Let's 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 start with sure. the starting eleven for Napoli. Uh Ospina in net, Malqui, Ramani, Juan Jesus Di Lorenzo, uh no Mario Rui because of injury, you know. Uh the first match he had to sit the season, other than that Europa League red card um Demen Angisa in the midfield uh Lozano, Zielinski and Elmas on the wing and the surprise of the weekend Petania starting over Mertens give me your thoughts on this starting 11 uh let's start with the biz what do you think biz. about this
1: you know overall i think with with the exception of Petanya I'm, I'm cool with all of it like i, I don't see any other way to kind of start this right i mean with with Insigne being out with uh, Kudavali being out, uh, I'm not sure if Mertens was it a a, a way to rest him a little bit. Uh, I know when was it when it was was it the Empoli game that it was like pouring rain or the game prior? No, to that, that was
0: actually? the that was the uh, Europa League match. The against, Europa League uh, match Lester when he City. came
1: in. I, I know, like mm. I think he tweaked his ankle a little bit. I saw during half of the game. So I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's something that's still bothering him. Um, with a game against Milan, I mean nothing against Patania, but he's not Mertens, so mm-hmm. that's the only question I had. I'm not sure if there was any other underlying uh, underlying factors there. I don't even think Mertens came into the game, right?
0: He did. He ended up coming in later. We'll, later we'll get on, to there. Right? I, I, we, right. we, know you. We know you. Uh, you skimmed right. through the game quickly to come. No, out. yeah, time, I, but, I just but, finished
1: watching it. That's, that's yeah, yes, time, sir. So.
0: That's okay. That's okay. But we'll yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, Fran, your thoughts on Pitanya starting? Um, your thoughts on Deme and Anguissa in the midfield? Maybe. Um, you know what? Wh- what did you think when you initially saw this lineup?
2: So. Uh, this was one of the lineups that I had predicted. If we played a four-two-three-one, uh, I thought D. Lorenzo would get pushed to um, his non-usual position at left back, and then I thought Malcuit would slide in at right back, or we would have played a back three with D. Lorenzo, Jesus, Ramani as the center backs, and then Malcuit as a wing back. But then who would the other wing back be? Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. when I thought, mm, I guess we're gonna go four-two-three-one, and that's what wound up happening. Betania starting, I'm cool with. Uh, I was fine with it. Who knows what's going on with Mertens in terms of his um, you know, his fitness right now. Who knows if there was a risk involved in playing him 60 minutes in this game. So it was fine. Uh, I don't really hate on Betania as much as you know some of the catch Ketchum other fans, which is funny. I mean, the memes are all funny and stuff. But the thing that annoyed me about the match with Betania starting is we were trying to play him like long balls and through balls, and he doesn't have the pace to do that. No. So we weren't catering to, you know, his strengths at all throughout the match. So it's not that him starting annoyed me, but once he was in the lineup, it's like we, we played like he was, you know, Ozyman. Ozyman. And it was like, guys, he's not Ozyman, so right. let's try to treat him, you know. You know, let's, let's try to bring out the strength of Badania. And then as far as the midfield is concerned with Dembe and Anguisa, I mean, Anguisa's just built different, if we're being honest, right? I mean, you can see his physique. He's just built different. So I'm not surprised that he was able to come back into the lineup for, you know, almost a full 90 um, just after returning from injury. And maybe La still had something from the Atalanta game and couldn't go the full match. And maybe that's why Dembe had a start over him. But, uh, I mean, I was fine with the lineup other than that. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, we're thin, right? And and right. my next point is, you know, uh, Fran, uh, continuing with you, let's elaborate on, you know, the fact that we had a very thin bench for this one. You know, Meret, Marfella, you know, our backup goalkeepers. But then uh, Gulam, Zanoli, Lobotka returning, Mertens on the bench, Unas and Politano. I mean, when you think about how thin that bench is compared to what we can have now on a, on a bench, right, and all of the injuries and 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 all that, um, we're we're actually kind of covered in each position here, aren't we?
2: Are you asking me, Raf? I I was
0: yes. No, that's okay.
2: Yeah. So I mean, pretty much uh, at the forward spots, you have the four spots. Um, For the one forward, the lone striker, and then the three guys under him, the 10 and the the two guys out wide, left and right. Um, And you had uh, Mertens on the bench for one of those spots, then Politano on the bench as well for another spot. So those are a couple spots there that were covered. Then in the midfield, you have um, Lobotka, who's available. Uh, You have Unas, who's also available in the attacking four. That's actually three covers now for the four spots up front. I missed Unas. Uh, and then in the back you had Zanoli, who's you know younger, coming off COVID, who knows what his fitness is like, and then Gulam as well uh, on the bench, and who knows what his fitness is like with all the up and downs he's had throughout his career. So, but yeah, we did have coverage.
0: We did, we did, guys. Let's let's take a look at some of these comments. I put a yeah. few up, but uh, Angisa Gaetano says Angisa had his worst game yet, still not close to his best. Um uh, Pandolfi Antonio Pandolfi says I'd almost like to see Petagna in the number ten spot. He's good at distributing the ball. Biz Petagna for me, I mean that's an interesting take there. You know, I mean, that's I feel like 10. the number ten has to have some sort of pace too. But at the same time, you know, the the number ten is also really kind of looking to distribute. You know, and and look for, you know, look for your attackers. So what what's your take on this on Antonio's uh, shout to put
1: Petagna in that spot? It's not a bad. It, he wouldn't be my favorite number ten, but it's not a bad take. Well, in a pinch, right? In, in a, a pinch, pinch, of course. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you, you'll see P- Pitanya, as slow as he is, he still kind of comes back. He he still kind of comes back to help a lot mm-hmm. on on defense, you know, and and maybe that's why, like like Fran says, it's, sometimes it's so hard to to kind of like you know play him out because he, he just doesn't have that pace like Ozzy can and he doesn't chase down the ball very well sometimes but that doesn't mean he doesn't look to pass and and you know he can help out Lozano with goals he can help out maybe like elmas in this case uh with goals so it, it's not a bad look but yeah no it's not about as fast as an 84
0: pure ape <laughs> my 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 uncle That's had a, a Peugeot, but i don't know what year it was but it wasn't very fast at all <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are like luca, those
1: two cylinders you yeah, know wind up yeah cars
0: exactly luca yeah. lombardi says maybe Mertens off the bench because in games past where Mertens starts and gets subbed off we don't finish the game strong So sassuolo atalanta good point Good point, also,
1: I, I think that's good.
2: They, like that players ones.
1: for the second yeah. half, I think against Milan very important because right. that, that game could have gone Be- south because you
2: it. need a you need a guy with like experience and leadership qualities right. to get you through those you know that last sh- that last gasp you know to get over the finish line when it's tough. and that's actually a really good point by Luca, who knows like that, that could have been a reason as well.
0: Gaetano says Petagna needs to play left out bench.
2: Left out
1: bench. <laughs>
0: uh, Gaetano comes in all, and also says was saving Mertens for Wednesday. That was my next point to make. What? What a what a move! What a move! Like the whole time, all I'm thinking of is how are we gonna beat Milan one nil with an early goal and not have Mertens on this pitch the whole game? Like, I mean, is, that's an unbelievable. And now we have a fresh Mertens for Spezia, so you know that's a big. That's a big move by by Spalletti. Big balls by him, man.
1: Big balls, definitely. Hundred percent, Rafa. Yeah, 100%, oh yeah, Hundred yeah. percent. It's but at the same time, it's listen. We 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 spoke constantly about depth, right? And here it is. I mean, granted, Milan. You know, they they had their depleted side too. Let's be fair to them. Uh, this was both teams that are are kind of like struggling in their lineup right now. Um, you know i i I'll, I'll, I'll wait to get into some specific players on uh milan that i thought did well be, between uh well what's his name why don't, why and the n- defense no but, listen
0: why why don't we why don't we get there right now because let's let's look at the milan lineup uh sure. starting 11 brought to you by fifa 22 apparently mm-hmm. um this taken from <laughs> it's in the game the <laughs> it's in the game uh mike Magnan in goal Florenzi, tomori Romagnoli, and Balotore. On defense, let's not also forget that these guys were missing guys like Kroonich. I mean, I'm sorry, not Kroonich. Uh, uh Kier, who's out for I think the season. Uh, Calabria wasn't playing. Um, uh, who else on defense was was missing? Teo Hernandez was out with flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a depleted de- defense as well. Romagnoli, we know how he's you know how he's been lately. Um. Uh, of course, I have him on on fantasy, but of course, whatever. Tonali and Kessi in the midfield uh, didn't start. Benacer, uh, Messi,es uh, uh, Diaz and Krunic, uh, and then Ibrahimovic in the front. So, uh, go ahead, Biz. Tell me who you think played rel- well for for Milan. What do you think? I
1: I, I think um, Milan's defense
0: kept this, you know. Well, for what we'll, we'll they, well, for, yeah, for for, for for as depleted as it was, right, they did they did keep it pretty tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Tomori played really well. I think he had. I a thought Tomori
1: did well. Even Torre, yeah. I thought did did all right. Romagnoli mm-hmm. did his thing. It, they they tried the best to thwart. They really like shut down Lozano a whole bunch. Um, just just giving us the, the sly tackling, just just the way they were dispossessing us. I thought took away a lot of big chances from Napoli. And I, I think that's what ultimately kept Milan I don't want to say in the game, but as far as like the game not getting away with them and giving them the ability to kinda of come back later on in the second half, or at least the possibility to come back in the second half. I thought uh um I, I, I thought that was, you know, I'm gonna contribute that to the to, to the Milanese defense. But yeah, I agree with Vincenzo there. Uh, big balls to Elephant Titus balls, elephant Titus
0: balls balls to win with that lineup away at San Siro, right? Right, Vin. Elephant Titus balls. Um, uh, uh, Fran, your take on Milan's starting eleven compared to ours? I mean, were we worried about this one? I think we were. I think, I think we all can say we were worried about it. As depleted as Milan were too.
2: Uh, definitely worried about it going into the game. I thought, like all bias aside, I thought that Napoli had the worst uh, of the injuries between the two squads. Sure, I sure. mean, you go through who we're missing, right? Uh, Insigne, Ozyman, Koulibaly. For me, those are three out of the top five players currently on our team uh, as far as impact goes. I'd even say Fabian, you could argue, this season is definitely a top five player to this team. Uh, so mm-hmm. that could be four top five players that are out of the lineup now. So, yeah, I would say that we had the worst of the injuries than Milan did. But Milan were obviously still depleted. Um, I was impressed with Macias. He's in a pretty good form right now for Milan. It seems a lot of the games he's been playing, whether it's the league or the Champions league, uh, he's creating some good chances, scoring some big goals for them. I know against Atletico, he scored a big goal. Uh, for them to give them a chance to move on, which ultimately uh, didn't happen for them. But um, he almost scored against us this match. He put one right over the crossbar from distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Brahim was really disappointing this match. Yes. Uh, I thought he was just out-muscled in a lot of situations. He was. Really he was, didn't he was do missing much.
0: all game. No, he was missing all game.
2: He's been a little bit of a hot and cold guy uh, for them this year. I have him in fantasy, so I, I always you know keep an eye on him. And uh, he's been really hot and cold. But when he's on, I mean, he's a phenomenal player to watch, no doubt.
0: We were all worried, Eric Williams says. Um, yeah, I mean, we were, for sure, for sure. Uh, so let's talk about the goal, guys, because it comes fast. It comes in the fifth minute. Uh, <sighs> Zielinski takes a corner kick. A corner kick? I don't understand. We're scoring on corner kicks now. Um. But, yeah, to Elmas, nonetheless. But, listen, for me, unbelievably, Petanya draws, uh, I want to say it was Krunic away. Was it Krunic? I don't know. Whoever was marking Petanya, he did a really good job to draw him out of the way and leave the ball right for Elmas, who was poorly uh, defended by tonali and then Ibrahimovic just behind them like just kind of looking like a deer in headlights raf i think your audio is a little out why don't you check your audio now your audio is very low very very low check that um can you hear me perfect now? perfecto perfecto bizarro okay perfecto doing the biz but yeah so elmas's goal uh manan just couldn't even like didn't even see it coming uh uh, Elmas has been playing real well, real well, Gaetano. He says that. Gotta got to give him credit.
1: F- got a fun fact, Rafa. He has played more minutes this season so far than mm. all of last season. That's and unbelievable.
0: I believe, and I believe that's he has
1: eight goals in all competitions, and that's including international duty. Well, yes. you, listen.
0: I- <laughs> Just the fact that he is among elite status when it comes to players that have scored against Germany in Germany in World Cup qualifying. He's only, and Fran, I don't know if you know, but I've said this stat a bunch of times before. I don't yep. know if you know, but he's only one of three players in history to yep. get a game winner in Germany in a World Cup qualifying match, which for me is just unbelievable, and we got him. So so that for me is is enough right there. But Elmas gets his goal. It's his second Serie A goal, I believe. The first one coming in the first match of the season against Venezia. Um, I was looking into Elmas' goal-scoring record with Napoli, and I could have swore that he scored his first goal against Sassuolo uh, on the the last match of 2019, Gattuso's first win. I'll never forget it because it was the day before my big accident, my car accident. I had a big car accident. Um, That's right. but no, it wasn't, it wasn't credited to Elmas. It was a, uh, an own goal by, uh, Obiang. Um, but I thought I was going to like reference the fact here it is right here. Look at Elmas getting that head in. Uh, I was going to reference that because, uh, I remember, you know, continuing to think that that was an Elmas goal later on, it was discovered that it was the, the own goal. But I remember um, posting something and I made it I made a little bit of a um, uh, like a modification on it because it was December 22nd. Right. So it's almost two years ago today. Right. And he I dubbed him everybody's favorite Christmas Elif. Oh, and here's Uh, the the picture that's (laughs) awfully. Distort. There you go. There
2: you go. There, you
0: there go. it is. Everybody's favorite Christmas
2: Elif. He Elif looks like Elmas. There an There he is. That's funny. It looks like an elf. <laughs> Do we love? Him actually, or I'm I'm watching this movie later tonight. Actually, hey, are
0: you gonna watch him Yeah. How how can you not? I
2: haven't watched it yet this season. It's due. How can it's due? So
0: we're. Oh, you, we're it's like
1: the, a once a year thing for you. Oh, I see, for I sure. See, I, see. I oh, We're yeah. in the. Sh-
0: we're in the shop. We're in the in the shop we're do we're doing a whole bunch of uh of a whole bunch of different uh Christmas movies and uh Elf has off. been on about six times. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, guys, so Elmas's goal, I mean, I just I, I just really absolutely love how he's playing Raf bizarro, Bizarrov, you know the Macedonian. Bizarro you know me.
1: I'm like a eight tenth Macedonian, you know. But, yes, but R- Raff, you know, I read an article today, and they finally acknowledge it. We said it before. D- Elmas is no superstar. I'll I'll give it that. Okay, I, I think he's a good player, but he's no superstar. You know, he's not the guy that's going to be on the on, on the cover of the papers in the morning. But I finally read an article that acknowledged something. This is a guy that Spalletti can put anywhere. There's nobody else in this current lineup in this current roster. That plays as many positions as Elif Elmas does. And that's what I think makes him the most special. Now, he's starting and he has been past few games has the opportunity to Bizarro's from Northern Queens. <laughs> Shout out to Quentin. He was in uh he came through to Queens uh a couple weeks ago. We had fun, we gave him the uh the proper Astoria tour. Shout out Quinton. Uh, uh, Santa Gennaro, Elma's <laughs> um, like, You
0: know, Santa genaro uh,
1: you know, Santa Gennaro, <laughs> Elma. <he> uh, El- I'm sorry, El- M-A-T's. M-A-T's. no, I'm, I'm loving it. it, I'm loving it. No, no, this is the best part is, is everybody in the chat kind of going along with it, but j- just to add, like, this is a, a this is such a utility player for Napoli. No, he's not a superstar, but look how many. There's name me one other player on this team that plays as many positions as Elmas does. There's not mm. one. Everybody's kind of like in their role, and that's it. That's what they do. Elmas is a guy that wherever Spalletti needs to put him, he goes, and he's and, and like Vincenzo said, he's only 22. He's only 22. Mm-hmm. He plays about four or five positions. What an asset he is to this team. He's played fullback. He's played defensive mid. He's played number 10. Shit, I think he's even played a number nine once. He plays on the left. He plays on the right. He's everywhere, you know, and (laughs) and that's what I really like about this young kid. I mean, he is getting experience all over the field. Just think what he might look like in the next few years if he actually is given a role or if it's not even a role. In one position, a, a person that can come on in any position to help the team at any point. You want to talk about depth? I mean, this is the epitome of depth—a player that can play multiple positions and still help out the team. So I think that's his biggest attribute. I, I think that's what makes him such a big asset for the team, and um, and that's it. And I just m- more of that, more of that, because I, I think we would.
0: Campione eighty-seven ninety. La 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 elmas world <laughs> oh, that's great that's wonderful, great. Oh, it's wonderful.
2: hey Quentin he's, says, he's tr- the most versatile player and it seems like we got the most amount of names for him <sighs> for sure. and yeah. and-
1: just like name me he- other players that don't do what he does and any team you know
0: truth be told i saw elmas serving espresso with tommy uh and then elmas puts the jolly, jolly and Christmas. And Christmas. yes he does <laughs> yes he does all right. So after uh, we decide, you know, first half, uh, you know, a couple of other chances. Uh, Milan had a few chances, too. Nothing too, too crazy. Second half, too. I mean, uh, I, I will say this. I remember uh, in the second half when it started, Demi losing a ball, a particular ball. And I said to myself, uh, my cousin was in the bathroom at the time. Uh, and I said it out loud to him, yo, yo, Elma uh, Deme is not doing great. He's coming out soon. Uh Lobotka for Deme. And then as soon as I, as uh, soon as I said that, here it comes. Here comes Lobotka up for Deme. as soon as Lobotka comes in, I mean, he's stringing passes together. He's winning balls. He's doing his thing. So how did you guys feel about Lobotka's performance coming in uh, today too? Because remember, I believe he re-aggravated an injury or whatever it was, um, but Lobotka came back in and looked like he didn't even miss a step. What do you think?
1: Frankie, Fran,
0: let's start with you, Fran.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, Lobotka, like I said on the podcast with Joe, I believe. One second, I got my mom talking to that.
1: Mama! It's okay. <laughs> Wait, Ma. Come tell her. Come on. It's okay. We're. Uh... Mama, We're Thank yes. you. We're good. We're
2: good. Um, no. So I was. I was on uh, Joe's podcast last week, and um, I remember we talked about it. Angisa before Angisa was brought in, Laboska was starting it up for us in the midfield, and mm-hmm. then when we purchased Angisa, obviously he was balling out, and you couldn't take him out of the lineup. Although. I do think Lobotka and Angisa should have been rotating a little more and you know, could be the reason Angisa got hurt, but that's that's for another debate. But um as soon as Lobotka came back into the lineup when Angisa went down, I mean I thought he had the one poor match in the Europa League when we lost two to one in, in um in Spartac, wherever the hell we played, it was in Moscow. Right. right? In Moscow. right. That yeah, was one of yeah. his
0: first games back though, wasn't that it? That
2: was his that was his first game back, and I think it was just pure Ross. And then after that, he's, he's been stunned ever since. At the line, he was great away at the Mape against Atolo. Yeah. He had a yeah. great game. Uh, and I thought against Milan yesterday when he came on too. He, he was he was a better passer. I think he definitely takes more touches on the ball. He'll carry more. Um, with the ball, he'll go he'll go f- further up the field, I feel like, than Demet. And I feel like, I guess, the weight that he shed off last year, he's just like a shiftier – more agile player now. So, I mean, everything that he really has done this season for me has been pretty good, whether it's on the ball or off the ball. He's sure. been solid most games.
0: Without I, Fabian, Lord Lobo is a must, right, Vincenzo? What right. were you going to say, Ralph? Sorry.
1: No, I'm, I am was just doing this for him Oh, the director's uh, to, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm, you know, again, I don't want to open up a can of worms like uh, like Francesco said, but it, it's like, why didn't Lobotko get more time? you know i i know engueisa stole the show we were happy with him we were excited to see him we needed his presence we needed his hype but considering if listen if the beginning of the season we saw the same low ball as last season at some point or, the, or, or prior i can understand why we would have say all right let's just keep anguisa on but there's no reason why Loboko didn't couldn't have got more time, and we had to wait for well, an injury now to see. Well,
0: no, no, no. Well, so, so, so to be I know fair, he got a,
1: he got a couple. Of, he got an injury. He as was well,
0: injured right? too. Yes. Yeah, so when Le, the thing that. is, is that when Angisa signed, Lobotka had already been away on um, international duty and got injured with Slovi- Slovakia. That's right. So we had brought in Anguissa as Lobotka went down. So so Anguissa coming in it like guaranteed him minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we saw what he could do, and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What do we right. have here? Hopefully we get that same Lobotka back too. So now we have right. Lobotka, Deme, and, and Anguisa in that right. position. Then Fabiano plays the other side. You could throw Elmas in there. You could throw Zielinski in there. You you know you could play a defensive Deme, Anguisa, Deme, Lobotka. You know, uh, 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 so when Lobotka came back from injury, it was, it was a slow start. Right. But that was also around the time Anguissa got hurt too, because then Anguissa ended up getting hurt with uh, the game against Inter. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I think I think La Botca has earned his right to have a real shout at starting more regularly. But that's the beauty of having these these matches midweek. If a fully fit Napoli has to play against. You know, Milan and then in the Europa League the next, you know, in the midweek, you can start on Giza against Milan and then Lobotka against the Europa right. League and you're not skipping a beat. You know what I mean? Right. And and that for me is humongous because we've got like when our midfield is 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 fully healthy. There is not a better midfield in Italy, in my opinion, no. not a better midfield. Um. So, yeah. So that was the first uh, of the substitutions. Then we waited until the 77th, 78th minute uh, for the next Napoli substitution. Uh, And I'm going to pull it up right now because I have it in my notes, but I don't have the notes up. But before I do, that was in the 53rd minute. Um, You okay there, Fran? (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, All right. No, that's okay. 63rd minute, Giroud and Salamakers comes in for Diaz and Krunic. Like you said, Fran, Diaz has been – Awful in this game, so warranted for him to come out. But that made it a two-man number nine in Giroud and Ibrahimovic. And that's when I was like, oh, no. Now, granted, Ramani and Juan Jesus really did their job against this defense. But now here you got two big number nines coming in. I was very worried in this point. at this point. But then for us, we take out Unas and Politano and Mertens. Uh, I'm sorry, we put them in. For Lozano, Zielinski, and Petagna, um, I I don't know. You put in Unas for uh, you know for Zielinski, and I'm 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 guessing you're gonna throw Mertens into that uh, 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 Petagna spot, and then Unas over to Zielinski spot. But I don't know. I, like what what did you think of that that substitution? I mean, listen, it's all we had on the bench. But how did you see it play out? I mean, I, I wouldn't say either of them played bad or good. I, I just think, you know, at the in the 78th minute, there wasn't enough time to see what they could do. Um, but what did you think of the performances of Lozano, of Zielinski, who had the assist, and of uh, Petania? I mean, uh, Raf, let's start with you. What, what did you think of the substitutions that were made? Um, so... <laughs> I, I was would... sort of like, where where are they? You know, like in the fifty third, we made that one sub, but then it was like, where are they? Where where are these subs that we might need? You know,
1: right? Um, you know, I was the I would say like the maybe the last twenty minutes of the game, I was kind of in and out of it. Uh, you know, so yeah, uh, shame on me for not maybe having uh, the kind of like like those the the, like those to share, right? Okay, no, that's um, fine. That's but... fine. You know, Polatana. I, I, I can understand. You know, he. I, I think defensively, he can contribute a little bit more than Lozano. So to maybe try to hold the game, especially with that, you know, uh, those double number nines between Iber and Jordan I can understand it. Unas. Unas is a. What I like about Unas though is that he takes the ball, dribbles, go forward. He continues to attack, and I think that's good even when you're trying to hold a lead because you've seen when when Napoli kind of just starts sitting back, they get into all kinds of troubles. Unas is a guy that when he comes onto the field – continues to play forward it continues to be a threat maybe it's a little bit of his ego maybe he thinks i i think it was mateo that said said it's like Unas comes on and thinks he's the best player on the field and oh maybe that's yeah a good thing. for sure yeah maybe you need he's that hungry goal. he's hungry. Mm-hmm. like let him let him continue to it's it's kind of like the like the, the japanese way of thinking right a good defense is 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 continuing to play offense you know so i i like that from munas but at the you know we still want the game ended one nothing you know so it, what did it do well it didn't make us lose the game i can say that much so and this is what we got so you know i i have no big opinion on it you know they came okay. to give rest where it's needed uh i don't mind zelinski getting off i don't mind Lozano going off um Zelinski right now we need him to stay healthy. I think b- between between Insigne being out especially Kula, and all these guys like really our best number th- uh, best number 10 is Zelinski. Zulin- no Zelinski no party and we need mm-hmm. him to be healthy. We need him to be thankfully he woke up, you know, cuz I would say the beginning of the season he was a bit inconsistent. Thankfully he woke up uh, uh o- over the past may- maybe month or so and we've have been really seeing some fireworks out of him. Um, controlling the ball Controlling the pace Setting up the players You know He had the corner To You know Right to Elmas's head today But um, if, if it's m- Merely for preservation I was cool with it I was cool with it
2: Fran So I asked, I thought Zielinski Had a really uh, Really good game I thought his turning Was excellent um, I thought it was Vintage Zielinski You know The turning The foot skills Uh, Just the technicality of Zielinski in tight spaces is always fun to watch. And I thought it was on full display this game. I thought Lozano, as Gaetano commented, I pretty much agreed with a lot of Gaetano's comments on the performances from Petania, Zielu, and Lozano. I thought Lozano had an okay game. Uh, I thought he had a pretty good game off the ball defensively. But on the ball, he was a little horrific, uh, Mm -hmm. I must say. He had the one through ball to Petania that Mm Petania wound up Taking too long. Yeah. They got the yeah, out of the yeah, way too
1: long. It was That's like super what, slow yeah. motion. Tomari like slid in, right? That, I was mean, that from behind. He, he had all the time in the world to get there. Yes.
0: Yes, very good.
1: Yeah. So I thought you could, hey, that, that was a goal. If he but if oh, he yeah. make
0: contact with that ball, he's blasting yeah. it past my That's a
1: laser into the net. Oh my god, you could see him cock back to with it and freaking... a broke Mignon's hand again.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. He could have. I thought, yeah, I thought on the ball, really, Lozano wasn't great. It just looked like he didn't have many ideas today. Um, at times, it looked like he was a little panicky, forcing some shots in the traffic. So, on the ball wasn't great, but defensively pretty good. So, that's why I'll, I'll give him an okay game. Uh, and, like, the only player I disagree with, Gaetano, I would say is Badania. I know Batania squandered that chance, but I, I actually thought Badania had a pretty decent game. Um, when he needed to do, when he was called upon to do what he needs to do, like at times drift wide, hold the ball, try to get numbers forward. I thought he did it, but we weren't playing to his strength. Like I was saying earlier in the podcast, we were playing over the top to him and he doesn't have the pace and he's alone. What do you really want him to do? Whether the ball is played to him over the top or on the ground, he's isolated and he doesn't have pace. So it's kind of tough to, to ask much of him when, you know, we're playing like that. Uh, and as far as the subs go, Raf, I totally agree with you. I mean, to me, nobody really did anything. Unas, mm. Polidano, Mertens, it was kind of just an unapplicable, right? You can't really give them a greater a comment. I thought maybe the idea was let's try to ride with the you know the ten or eleven for as long as we can go, so we have fresh likes for Spezia. And uh, the other the other guess that I would say is you know when Milan brought on Jiddu and Ibra. The thing yeah. that I was worried about is now you have the two target men, and recently we've been atrocious with with set pieces sending sure. them. So yeah. now you have the threat off corners and and free kicks for Milan with two huge target men. So I guess if I let these, you know, the only card he had to play was, you know, I'm gonna pray to God that we dodge any bullets and uh, any chances from Ibra and Giroud and maybe catch them with pace on the counter with, you know, the the creativity of Mertan Junas and the pace of, of Politano and. And we're the explosiveness, but we just never had the chance to, to counter really at all in the last, what was it? 15, 16, 17 minutes. We really didn't counter at all um, effectively. So that's why I would say, you know, for all those three guys, yeah, there's not much to say about them since they came on.
0: Right. Absolutely. Um, Along with the changes that we made, uh, Benacer and, and Samu Castillo came in for Tonali and Macias. Uh Messias has been really good for Milan lately. Uh, you know, he's sort of this like coming of age player. Uh, what's up, Sereno? Um, but uh, nothing against us, really. I mean, a couple of good, good passes, I think, you know, nothing crazy. Uh, in the 86, Kalulu comes in for Florenzi. And in the 87, Gulam makes an appearance in for um, Elmas. Uh, but you know, we, we, uh, we get to the 89th minute guys, 89th, 90th minute. And, um, what a sequence. I mean, let's, let's just talk about how, uh, we really dodged a bullet in that one, you know, solid defensively. And, and I want to bring, I want to bring up, uh, Chris Estrada, if you're still here with us, I wanted to bring up your question. Cause I saw you ask it a couple times. I'm going to find it really fast and put it up here. Um uh would you guys say Ramani is the most improved improved player this season so far? Um I I. we'll get to that question in a minute, but before we do, I want to talk about the defense as a whole. Uh this team scored a goal in the fifth minute and held Milan at the Sancito with a with a depleted defense. I mean you had Di Lorenzo there, who really didn't make a lot of noise you know he didn't really do too too much you had Malkui playing in for for Rui. and of course Kulibali is out and Juan Jesus has to step in I really believe that both Ramani and Juan Jesus have been doing an amazing amazing job covering for uh, Koulibaly being out how are you guys up until that last play Feeling about the defense from from this match? Whoever wants to start, Raf, you start.
1: <laughs> well, I was raising
0: my hand. No,
1: how do I, As far as Juan Jesus and and and. Well, you know, no, yeah. As
0: far like... as the defense as a whole, I mean, in general, oh. holding holding Milan to no goals after scoring in the first five minutes. I I know each and every one of us Napoli fans out there. Felt that we, okay, we got this early goal We're not going to score another goal They're going to end up scoring four on us You know what I mean? That's how I felt That's how I thought But that defense really, really Did the job I mean, in my opinion
1: well, Yeah, and I think that That is the the overall Statement, Rafa They did the job, you know And honestly, what more Can you ask for, you know you're not going to get another player like Koulibaly. That that comes once in a, you know, decade or what what have you? it, it is a very rare thing. It's a unicorn. Um, now, as far as asking who has been the most improved, there's been a couple back and forth between you know Rahmani and and Lobo. Uh, I think ramani stepping up, filling in some big shoes, uh, while Man- while we're dealing with this Manolis bust, uh, ha- has been our saving grace de lorenzo comfortable i mean granted he had played the left uh this game but he's comfortable in the right it's like these guys know their positions they play them well and they're reliable and i think that's important juan jesus all right maybe there's things the left uh left to be desired but he made a few tackles I'm, I'm a little scared with him jumping up for the ball and trying to you know i, I saw romani had kind of had to make up the difference a little bit there, but, you know, again, he's a placeholder right now for the, you know, our injured starting center back. So considering what we just went through, considering that Rui is our starting uh, left back, we're doing okay. You know, it's not terrible, you know, and and they're holding their own Rafa. Mm. I mean, like. I can't ask. Especially for more. in this <laughs> match. Especially in this match. I especially mean, especially you know, in this you, match.
0: You, listen, you 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 put yourself in a position, right? Okay, Kulibali's been out for a bit, right? Uh the defense, you know, against Atalanta, you know, we give a three, we scored two, could have had a point, right? At Atalanta, top four team scores ton of goals all the time. Can't say much about that, right? Mm-hmm. The Inter game. You know what? What can you do? That's Inter, right? Mm-hmm. The freaking Empoli game—you know, squandering the two-nil lead against Leicester City, but then to come back and win. Um, you know, annoying, yes, but still got the job done. And then the Empoli game was just a fluke, you know. Mm-hmm. Defensively, we weren't terrible against Empoli. It's just that there was a there was a fluke of a goal against Empoli, and that's just the bottom line. And, and we didn't you know, score either. It was, either. You know, it was exactly. more us not scoring than the defense not doing right. their part, right? But then we come to Milan in a huge game. Again, again, I've said this, Fran, I've said this from the from, from the beginning of the season, but especially since the Leicester game. We're put in these situations where last year we don't get points out of these games. And they're different situations. You got the Milan one now. You got the Leicester City one a couple weeks ago. You got, you know, uh, name it, just name it. These smaller, tougher teams that we can't, you know, we can't seem to find points against, you know, you know, I said to myself after the Empoli game and maybe after the Sassuolo game, I was like, okay, these are going to be games that we're going to be counting later in the season. Oh, that Empoli game, if it was only for that Empoli game, you know, but at the same time, we're coming away with big, massive wins in big, massive situations, Mm -hmm. you know, and. I really feel like this defense has done its job, you know, a good enough job without Koulibaly uh,
2: yeah. over there. Right, Fran? So in, in the beginning, we were um, we were definitely shelling out uh, more goals as soon as For we sure. like had lost Koulibaly, which I think should have been expected because, you know, in the beginning, it's kind of a shell shock. Um, to start gelling with, your, you know, a new back four. But as we've gone on without Bali for the past couple of weeks and as the weeks have progressed, it seems that these guys are getting, you know, the hang of it more playing with each other. So it seems like that's starting to gel, which is which is cool to have an, another back line that seems to be in sync, um, another, like, rotation. And uh, Romani was making some Bali esque plays throughout the entire match. I mean, he was drifting out wide causing havoc defensively, you know, flying in the tackles out wide, which we see Bali do all the time, you know, to cover outside backs. How many times have we seen him cover Rui and his mistakes and go out wide and prevent the play from happening? Or, you know, just cover for Rui if Rui gets beat out wide. You know, he's right there anticipating, hey, Rui might get beat here. Let me end this now. Let me close this before, you know, the player could even cut inside, threaten inside. So Rahmani was was doing things along those lines. So it was nice to see. Um, It was definitely nice to see him step up. But the whole back line, that match, and the whole team, really, it was just such a gutsy win, gutsy performance. And honestly, after some of the points we dropped, especially the previous match at home against Empoli, which was shocking to all of us, uh, I think we needed to pull off that shock win. It kind of made up for
1: it in a way. Sure. Sure. Rafa, if I can interject real quick, uh, I you got sure a quick, can. Quick stat: goals conceded per match. Uh, Napoli number one at point seven. Yeah. So that yeah, that thirteen against. You, you know, Inter have
0: fifteen team. against, but but we're still the best defense in the league. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, still at number one. Uh, you know, Malcui. Don't forget, before his injury, was a darling on our team, and then he got injured, and then he got loaned out, so we didn't. We kind of forgot about him, and then Dilo came, mm-hmm. and then you know. Kind of like stole that spotlight a little bit But Malkyrie was a great right back uh, when, when we picked him up uh, And maybe Coming back onto the team A little shaky at times He had to kind of get used to uh, Playing at this level again and, and, and still recovering But he he was He was solid Right yeah. back He was playing you know, for uh, Angelotti right Was starting him a lot of matches
0: Yeah he was believe, right. Yep.
1: And yep. uh, and because that was the, but that was our starting right back at the time. I, I'm not sure who else we had that at that moment. Uh, I, I, the names kind of escape me a little bit as far as right back. But that was Malcui was our starting right back. He was the guy that we bought. Husai was a, was our right. back We only
2: person. had uh, Husai and Gulam, but I think Husai was playing left back at the time, right? Because Gulam was, was in was playing. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Malcui was that dude, and you know he's back and 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 he's been warm he's been getting more time now
2: um oh that play was huge yeah
0: yeah the slide tackle from Ramani on ibrahimovic was huge yeah that exactly. was
2: amazing mm-hmm. yeah honestly it was a day to forget uh for ibra i would say yeah sure some chances and he really he really botched him on most normal days he wouldn't have botched him so we, yeah. we we dodged a couple of Ibra bullets which was nice but yeah. i mean Going back to the last play of the game, with the catchy goal being disallowed, honestly, yes. guys, like I can give well, a lot of shit because we never get lucky. We never honestly, get lucky. But, but it's the
0: not stages, even luck, And, I, and I'm lost. glad you brought that up because that, that's where I exactly where I was going right now. So Bala, so they're in the 90th minute now. We're inside the 90th minute. Balotore, I believe, sends a ball into the box, and this was the ensuing uh, image here. Like, like. Look at yeah, that! It's a okay. headlock for crying First out loud! First of all, it's yeah. a headlock side. It's a clothesline. It's a headlock. It's a takedown. It's a foul. It's a it's foul. A he- uh,
1: uh, it's it's MMA is what it is.
0: <laughs> then it ends up where like like Giroux, you know, Jeru sends Juan Jesus down and is now like- on the yeah. It's of course it's not legal. He 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 sends him down. Juan Jesus ends up on top of Giroud, but Giroud is kind of holding his him with mm-hmm. his leg. Yeah. Now, God love the steady. I sit down, guys, because I do. But Frank Crivello couldn't find why why this goal was disallowed, and they did mention this this sort of foul because Ken had been watching, I believe, or mentioned something on Twitter. But you know, Richard Richard noticed it, saying, "What about the foul on Juan Jesus by by you know?" Uh, by Giroux and, uh, Frank's argument is that's not what they were looking at. They were looking at the offside. He was part of the play as he was laying on the ground, doing whatever it is he was doing with Juan Jesus. And that's what got the goal disallowed. It could have been this headlock clothesline side that t- takedown. Okay. Or there was also a potential handball. Handball,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Right? By, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who was it? Who was the handball by?
1: It doesn't uh, matter.
0: It, 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 uh, ben Benacer. I
2: think no. it was, yeah.
0: Who's number 20? Tomori? I don't know. Whoever it was. There was a handball also. That's okay. And... Yeah, there was a scramble in the box and Kessie puts it away. It's his birthday. The crowd goes nuts. Bonetti gets to hear the crowd go nuts, which I was very happy. Oh, it's Kalulu, you're right. Kalulu. I was yeah. I was very very happy for Bonetti to get to, you know, go to Milan and 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 do the game. Mm-hmm. And and very cool kudos to the CBS crew because CBS coverage was amazing. Their technical shit needs to really get fixed. And I had a conversation wow. with Marco Messina about that and after yesterday and he he said to me listen you know that the the people that he works with are focusing on the content Mm -hmm. and they have no real like pull with the people in the technical side of things but they're getting a lot of people are coming with these to these guys with the problems with cbs so hopefully they can fix that as the season goes on i have no problem with the coverage i have a big problem with all of the you know stalling and the the blackouts and the and it seems like it's always when Napoli's playing. I don't see this when other teams are playing. It's only when Napoli's playing. That's just the way I see. It. Like, and I watch all these games. Yeah. I watch them all. Of them.
1: They got pull it's a little more something. bandwidth when Napoli's playing over there. All right, you need yeah, to right. Get some right? FiOS in your life. Right? Uh, Paramount.
0: But anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not gonna shit on we CBS you, anymore. We I'm not you. going to anymore. That's the one thing I wanted to say about that. But anyway. Um, this was the correct call, and everybody, and we're you know, everybody can say we're being biased as Napoli fans. How would a Milanista feel if Juan Jesus or if uh, you know if if Petana had you know a sure. defender oh. taken down the way the way the way you know Juan Jesus was taken down, and then the goal is, is stands, you know. Like right. let's say the the role was reversed, you know for a fact that the opposing team is going to bitch moan and complain. Where's the foul on so and so? There also, were three Rafa... separate ways that that goal should could have been anulato. Three, and they just right. decided to pick the
1: the one that they were looking at. I I don't get i'm sorry francesco you wanted i don't want to interrupt did you no no no. It, like i'm, yeah, I'm know, looking at know. the picture here you know down in the in, in the thing uh rafa and it, you're right i yeah just put it up again come like, on come how on you, how <laughs> what if, is if, if, it if, if, if yeah. okay
0: okay so frank's 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 interpretation of the offside was that it's not offside because how is he how could he possibly be part of the play when he's on the ground but they also called it an interference an offside by you know because an interference could also lead to an offside offside call. yeah right right yes. and, and that was that's where that's where Richard on said I sit down was saying um you know that's where the infraction was it was the interference by a player that's offside on a defender okay that's where the goal was at but let's just say we overlooked that let's just say okay you know what that's not offside. But what about this? We're talking about we've we've cancelled goals out on VAR for plays that happened 35 seconds earlier on the other end of the pitch. Right. You mean to tell me that 2 seconds before the ball goes in this thing happens and they would they they wouldn't have seen that if that wasn't an offside? This would cancel
1: any goal out, any goal. The handball could be up for interpretation. Is that but somebody in, pulling who, who's is that Gulam? next to to the left rafa that's gulan that's but he's gulan. not pulling anyone yeah no no no, no is that somebody pulling him is that little hand reaching out and somebody i don't know i'm being uh, i'm being a jerk now well, but either I way mean, like listen. the ref needs to see this like what is this yeah. this is this is like this is how people get hurt this is how people catch elbows to the back of the head which we've gotten many so far or I, I believe Patania dealt with another headbutt today. But I don't care whether it was an offside or not. This this right here, how does a ref not – this is blatant. This is not even – like, doesn't even look like Jury was being slick. He just straight up put his arm around somebody. Listen, it, <laughs> police can't even do this to citizens anymore. No. For crying out loud, we made it a law. But for some reason in soccer, you know, it's okay. Like, don't it, give me contact <laughs> sports shit. This is not. This is like MMA rear naked choke to Juan Jesus. Okay, like they even Juan Jesus
0: himself commented on the disallowed disallowed goal after the game. That's telling you something, is what Maximus says. Um, and then Sal comes in and says, if the ref had ruled out the goal for the foul, there would be no fuss. But Milan fans are blind to this picture. Reverse guillotine choke. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. This is definitely 100%. The goal was rightfully taken away. I'm sorry, right. Milan fans. I love you guys a lot. I, a lot of you guys. I love a lot, Yeah. but, um, this was the right call. And, and, and yeah, if, if, you know, we can always, we can always debate it, you know, we can always debate it, but yeah. I mean, that to me is no debate.
2: Um, Gosh. Also when it says V A R too, and it says checking for, you know, possible offside, like you were yeah. saying, Rob, it could have been a slew of things. It could have been the offside, foul, or the handball. But usually when they um when they show it on the TV, it's not like show uh review for possible offside, comma, handball, comma, foul. They just give you one thing that they're reviewing so Sure. in in most cases it's one thing. Well, and I haven't case, there's yeah,
0: and, and I haven't seen any quotes, guys. It's been a busy day for me. I haven't seen any quotes coming out specifically saying what was the call, because you know, a little bit later on, you'll have the referee come out and say, "Oh, it was for this." So, if anybody in the chat knows, um, you know, let actually,
2: us know. I have an article on it. I could send it. To oh, Fran, coming through. Go ahead. Buddy. I got to I got to dig for it a little, but I did find it. That's okay.
0: It. Dig. I'll read some of these. I'll read some of these quotes. Um, uh, we read that one already. So, so Pasquale says. More importantly, can we talk about Piotr Zielinski's Napoli blanket he was rocking when he came out to check the bar? Uh, are you referring to the really long ass coat? <laughs> it looks like a comfy. <laughs> that that,
1: that uh, Napoli parka.
0: Oh, uh, dude! Imagine Mateo Casale is in the house. What's up, brother? Imagine uh, being fo- photographed performing an MMA move on Jesus. Yeah, exactly. On Jesus, maybe he's. Jesus. Yeah, let the Imagine. devils of Milan cry. We have Jesus on our side. For Vincenzo, man. I I believe. I
1: believe. <laughs> oh,
0: man. What's he saying here? He's saying uh, uh, he was active. In, so Gaetano says he was active in the play while. Oh, yeah, let's talk to Gaetano. He would know. He was active in the play while offside. He tried to play the ball from the ground. Doesn't matter that he didn't touch it. There you go. Yeah, but even in in trying to play the ball, he's on the ground. He was kicking at Juan Jesus, you know? I
1: I found I'm going to send it to you guys now. You took out our central defender, period. That's why you scored, because... I believe, who was it? Lobotko that had to kind of come back and, and, and try to cover.
0: Uh, she got sent off for Venezia for less versus Venezia. I for just
1: less. sent it to you guys in, on Twitter and like a
2: group message between us three. Sky yeah. Sports um, has an article on the reasoning for the right. disallowed goal in the Milan game and the Atalanta game because Atalanta scored a tying goal against Roma. Right. The corner to make it 2 2. And it was the same type of play You know, there was a guy at the back post Who had headed it in Um, I forgot who it was Yes uh, uh, Yes, Palomino I think it was Was it Palomino? Yeah I think it was
1: The hand of Palomino Palomino, on Crisante's back And the contact more with the addition of the movement Between Gerard Enough to consider the cancellation Mm. of the goals From Atalanta Milan What about the
0: Napoli goal? Show us the Napoli goal
1: or show us there.
0: the, show us the, the, the ruling.
1: Uh, read just it. give me a moment. I got I'm, yeah. me, uh, well, if you guys keep going for a little bit. I'll, I yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, before we get into the official word on why the goal was canceled, uh, guys, this was an even match. I mean, as, as, as little action, I mean, we have a lot that we talked a lot about this match. It wasn't a lot of action, but at the same time, total attempts, 11, 11, Right. Total attempts on target were 2 2. Possession was 49, Milan 51, Napoli. Passes were 379, Milan 411, Napoli. Pass accuracy was 79, Milan 81, Napoli uh, percentage. Five corners each, five offsides for Milan, none for Napoli. Huge. That's huge too. Uh, Fouls committed 14 for Milan, 18 for Napoli. Napoli got two yellows. Uh, Milan didn't get booked. And distance covered 112 for Milan, 113.1 for Napoli. Such an even game. Like, you know, some some guys, uh, Marco on CBS especially, uh, and, and he actually, when we messaged after the game, told me that he's happy Napoli won because he feels they deserved it. They deserve the win. And Milan getting that point would have been a travesty, he said. But looking at these stats... I mean, I might think differently. If Milan had bagged an equalizer, I th- I'd i say that they definitely well-deserved it. You know, I'm going to give them some sort of credit, guys. What do you guys think?
2: I think a draw, definitely. Like you were saying before, Biz, this game was kind of a... The, the result was a little bit of a toss-up. I think yeah. when with both teams having so many quality star players out, the quality of this game was so much less than it would have it been had we both been, you know... 90-100% fit uh, with starters. The Both teams really just struggled to produce a lot offensively. It wasn't entertaining. Like you were saying, it was boring. Uh, a lot of the times in the game, too, both teams struggled to keep possession, <laughs> string passes together. So um, I, I think that all the injuries and that drop in quality was really noticeable, uh, which made the game kind of boring and ugly.
1: I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'll just reiterate, it was really a a coin toss, I I think, Uh, I think we dodged a few bullets from Ibrahimovic, you know, that's kind of like that, and listen, we've seen it a whole lot with Napoli, Uh, you know, uh, funny enough, we got Spezia coming up, everybody remembers uh, Spezia last season, Mm. sometimes, you know, you're the star boy, the superstar, he's gonna miss, and, and. You know, I don't know what it was. Was it the cold? Was it the fatigue? Was it the pressure? I mean, Ibrahimovic, I, I don't think a guy feels pressure at this point in in his career. But considering the atmosphere, I think Milan, like if I was a Milanista, I, I would have expected Milan to draw in a little bit more energy from the crowd. Um, I, I think, what, what was it, Christian Vieri was there. and I mean, mm-hmm. there was a buzz in that stadium. It was. And... Um, this you was know, the Milan, big match of the andata, yeah. guys. This was and, the big match of the andata for sure. Right, and and and, and you can, even as a Milanista, you can't really say, "Well, Milan had you know Napoli had their start." No, we didn't. We didn't have Mm-mm. our captain. We didn't have mm-hmm. one of the best wingers in Italy on our team. We didn't have one of the best strikers. We didn't have the best center back. I mean, But it's this way: we didn't have we out. didn't have the captain and the two backup captains starting. Right right including our our, right. our starting striker so mm-hmm. let, let's be honest both teams were evenly matched per se you know per se if you know it wasn't like we had i don't think we had this big advantage if anything they had the advantage i'd say
2: milan did had,
1: yeah i say we were, had the advantage i'd it say we were a little worse I was worried. Yeah, we took an early goal. It's fine. Right.
0: Vin, I'm not, so. I, we, Vin says we scored after five minutes. We were away from home. We had far more important players out. Closed match, but we deserved the win. I'm not doubting that we didn't. De- we definitely deserved the win. That's without question. We deserved to win. It would have been a shame for us to have dropped points, you know, the way we could have if that goal stood. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, It was so evenly matched that Milan and Milan pressed a lot. That Mm -hmm. had they scored one of their opportunities, I think a draw would be a fair result. And I would have taken it. I honestly would have taken it. Yeah. But uh, uh, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if
2: if it were the Cassie goal, obviously, you know, we're all singing a different tune because of how late that was. But had they scored an earlier chance, different story. But when it's that, Fieber would have got one of those headers in. Yeah.
1: If you yeah. would have got well, one of those headers and be like, "All right, well, it's Ibrahimovic with a with a you know nice header." I mean, Napoli did come out the, the second half. I felt like a little bit stronger, a little bit more motivated. We needed that. You, you needed to bring the game to Milan. And and like I said, like kudos to both teams. I don't know. Like I'm not, you know, mad. I'm not. It's I'm happy obviously for the win. But if I was a Milanisti, you know, I don't know. Would I be mad? It, it's like. It, it could have gone anyway. It could have gone anyway, I feel like. This is one of those times that anything could have happened, you know? So, but we get the win, and hell, I'll take it. Well, <laughs> Rob, we get,
2: do we have any updates, by the way, on uh, Wednesday for Fabian or Nginia at all?
0: Uh, I haven't, like I said, I haven't checked anything. I haven't done enough preparation in in, in advance for that. I, I I focused in on the game from yesterday. I probably should have, but no, nothing yet. Um, uh, I would imagine, you know, maybe Fabian come back. Possibly not. I mean, listen, it's Spezia, their bottom table team. Um, If we can come out with a similar team that we had and beat them uh, this Wednesday and save everybody for after the holiday, maybe get them a little extra rest, Insigne, especially Fabian, especially uh, Kuli uh, I don't know what's going on with Africa Cup of Nations. The I believe the uh, the the president of uh, the African Confederation came out and said, "No, this tournament needs to happen." But there's a lot of teams that are not a, not happy about these players going to Africa and then possibly having to quarantine when they return. So there's a very big um, uh, worry there And there's It's, it's a legitimate um, Concern And I'm not sure What's going to happen But uh, I, And I said I tweeted this out As much as I'd hate To say this Because I really do Love international football I do And it's annoying That it's in the middle Of the season And that we're losing Our best players But It would be a shame To see it Happen To where It has to be postponed But I think At this point It's in the best interest Of Napoli for this tournament to be postponed or canceled or whatever, um, you know, and that's all due respect to all the Africans, African out there, Napoli fans. I know most Salads a big fan of the of the African game, and 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 he's looking forward to it. So am I. I love watching it. I loved it, but um, it would definitely be in Napoli's best interest for uh, this competition to not take place. We'll sure. see what happens, uh, or or if it's going to take place for it to take place where the team is picked based on players that can go and not have to quarantine on return. You know what I mean? So th- there's that. Right. But the Napoli uh, win sees us go to second place. Salenitana dropped to Inter 5-0. I predicted 6-0. Cousin Dan predicted 5. Gil predicted 4. Uh, we were we were all right in some, some way anyway. Mm-hmm. Atalanta, shockingly – Drop to Roma, 4-1 at home. Unbelievable. Um, Juve beat Bologna, Fiorentina, Sassuolo is 2-2. Milan-Napoli, 1-0 Napoli. Napoli. So the top seven look like this, the European spots. Inter 43, Napoli four back, 39. Tied with Milan for second and third, but Napoli have the tie break now. So anytime Napoli and Milan are tied on points, you're going to see Napoli ahead of them from now on. Atalanta, two points behind us with 37. Roma with 31 in the Europa League spot, Fiorentina with 31 in the Conference League spot. Juve left out if the Coppa Italia winner comes from outside the top seven. Otherwise, he'd get they'd get another... Uh, Fiorentina would get another... Uh, no, yes, Fiorentina would get the other Europa League spot, and Juve would get the Conference League spot. Uh, the last game of the first half of the season is this week. Tomorrow, Genoa-Atalanta-Juve Cagliari. Wednesday, Verona, Fiorentina, Inter, Torino, Roma, Sampdoria, Empoli, Milan, and Napoli, Spezia at the same time at 2.45. So that's going to be uh, interesting as well. Guys, we have a beast of the match. I got to get that going. Please chat. Uh, first of all, thank you very much, chat, for being with us. We, we absolutely are rocking today. Love it. I, I don't even know if I can handle it. Biz has been helping me out. Thank you so much, Biz, for that. Um but uh, give us who your beast of the match is. Uh, Biz and, and Fran, I did this again where I don't consult with my co-hosts That's on who okay. they think the beast is. But uh, chat, throw it up there. See, Let me know who you got as beast of the match. Thanks again for watching and listening. Thank you for listening on the Far From Vesuvius podcast too. Uh, if you're not watching live with us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter. And also thank you for watching if you're not watching live on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna get right with the beast do of the it, match. What do you guys? What do you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys, a are you few guys good uh, ones
1: out there, man. I'm, I'm, there really is a few good ones, man. I, 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 I'm gonna take a, a lifeline and probably go with some of the people in the chat, uh, Rafa. Uh, okay. I won't. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> I'm. I'm not picking Elmas. Okay, I'll say that much. I love the. Dude. Oh, I'll, all right. I'll. You know, he got the goal. He does well, but as far as the beast. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was quite well, the beast of the match. Here, it comes. let's do it, here Rafa. It let's I do it. See, I still don't know what you did. Let's do it. All right. Drum roll, please. Wow. Ibrahimovic.
0: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No, Ibrahimovic. My piece of the match is Juan Jesus. Guys, I got to say, I watched him play, I thought he was tremendous. In defense, I think you could have really won didn't. either
2: way with him or Ramani. Really? Well,
0: I'm I'm okay with Ramani being the match, the man of the match. I think Ramani was hands down man of the match. It's him and Elmas. I think for me, <laughs> we're side by side for man of the match. But uh, it's it's Jesus's birthday this week. The fix is in. <laughs> Why do you think? Come on, of course, yeah,
2: baby, Dan knows how it's can, good. how
0: can that lock. <laughs> How can I have picked anybody else other than somebody named Jesus? Okay. He went into the, he to have lost. Right. Sacrified. I'm 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 surprised. Oh, the, Juan the stars Jesus... are
2: lining up. They're
0: alive. Yeah,
1: man. Dana White is gonna try to sign uh, Juan Jesus.
0: <laughs> 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 but I don't know. I, you guys, I really, I thought he was just absolutely incredible in the present, in the absence of. Bali um these these are great Jesus saves goals I love it absolutely love it Jesus Bambino, Bambino love it Christmas is upon us only what is it now five days away six days away
2: five days Saturday?
0: five Saturday. Day, five days away Saturday. Saturday and uh Crazy. Juan Jesus is Beast of the match before before uh before Christmas it's only Fitting. It's only poetic. It's poetic. He's got. But, he's yeah. due for
2: one more Wednesday. He's due for one more match.
0: Do do for one more match. Let's let's go. Let's go. Rahman. I'm actually surprised. I'm surprised that Juan Jesus hasn't negotiated a number change with uh with ospina Put Jesus twenty five on the back of that shirt. Why not or, 33. or thirty three uh, or thirty? Well, who's that? Who's wearing thirty? Isn't someone wearing thirty three right now? Or is that uh Unas no, have thirty? I don't think so.
1: Oh, Is it Unas uh, with
0: 33, or does Unas have a different number?
1: Damn, it's a good question, right Wait, I can find out right uh, now. Yeah,
2: it's luck.
0: Yeah, someone check on that for me. But anyway, Beast of the Match Juan Jesus, yeah. I got to put uh, a Unas comment Unas up, Rafa, if you don't
1: mind here. Antonio, no, put it up. He's, 30. up He's, 33. JJ, He's 33. I saw him and Unas got a switch, but Antonio says, JJ got picked up for shoplifting after putting Ibra in his Ooh, pocket. What he what? put Ibra in his pocket. I know
0: Ramani had that nice tackle on ibra, but but Juan Jesus took care of Ibrahimovic. I gotta say, I'm very impressed with Juan Jesus. I think uh, someone else in here said that maybe Sal De Brita said that in Juan Jesus we have more than just a rotational player. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's really done it, and we were very very skeptical about him in the signing, weren't we, guys? We were so skeptical about Juan Jesus. I think he's done a fantastic job. If this is the only thing he does for us this season in this stretch, I'd say job well done by him. I'd say yeah. great oh, pickup sure. for Napoli, right? Uh, am I wrong? I'm not wrong in saying that. No, I mean, Rafa.
1: You, you, do you know a thing? A, a special thing about Napoli that I feel like we have is that you, this team, the city, ha- The players always have something to prove, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if that's a knock. But if you look at it, right, there's always something to prove for every player on this team when it mm-hmm. comes down to Rui, when, when, when it came down now to Juan Jesus, when it comes to Spalletti, when it comes to Insigne, when it came to petania even Ossingham, remember all the struggles that he had really climbing in the ranks from when he played in Africa up until he was in Germany, and right. then they didn't want him on the teams, and then he went to France, now he's in Napoli. When you look around, all these players got something to prove. All these players are trying to step up, and make a name for themselves and and really uh uh kind of solidify uh their 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 presence in this league or just in this sport and that's the one thing i really like about napoli that we are we are grinders we are uh uh, people that sometimes you think might even palatano with inter he even said it publicly about how they didn't want that he didn't care that inter didn't care about him and now look who he is on napoli so this team is formulated with a bunch of guys that it, it's kind of like the Las Vegas Knights situation in the NHL. Once again, mm-hmm. Napoli talk going into <laughs> hockey or wrestling, hockey. but yeah. it, 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 but it's it's I I really feel this team, a lot of players on this team have those. I don't know if it's quality, but at least have those motivations where they have something to prove and what and, and somebody had wrote down I'm not sure how accurate it is but I believe them because the chat is always really good at giving us some cool stats but Juan Jesus had more minutes now than he had on Roma is that right Yeah. I, I don't know I, uh, I mean that's a, I sounds mean, it, correct, it could, I don't know. it could
0: be it could be um uh, we can find that out uh, uh I mean I wouldn't put it past I I, I really wouldn't you know um um and, and Matteo comes in and says, "No, oh, go ahead, on, go on. No, go Rahmani, on. go ahead. Rahmani, go ahead. So, no, go ahead." Well, well I was gonna say, saying.
1: look at Rahmani. Like, all right, we he could have been considered for the beast of the match today, Rafa. Mm-hmm. I believe when we were doing the rant, he, he 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 made beast of the match at least once or twice. So sure, and and probably you know co-beast of the match uh, probably a couple of times. So yeah, look, look how much of an impact he's been making, especially when Manolis dropping. And having to pair right. up with Koulibaly. I mean, I had faith in Rahmani from last year. Even when he made that stupid mistake on his first game when he fell and he had those issues. But after that, he bounced right back up and proved himself. And he has been uh <laughs> thank you, Den Antonius. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um He, he I, I believed in Rahmani from last season, honestly. I'm yeah it's no surprise yeah. to me that yeah. he's playing this well right now. I believe I'll, from, I'll admit,
2: last I'll admit I've always, I've always been on the Romani train, even yeah. with the Udinese mistake and Gertuso taking them off. gotta give him I, time. I was thinking, you know, he, what he was doing with, with Kumbula and, um, uh, oh, I forgot the third <laughs> center back's name in the back three at, uh, Hellas Verona, but I mean, it's the same league. So if he was playing solid sure. in a back three at Verona, you know odds are he's going to eventually play solid next to the best center back arguably in the world right. in the same league that he was already bowling out in. So it's, you know, I, I was saying, that. I think he'd, he'd be better than Monolas for us too, just because Monolas was was right always now, really aggressive. And Kulibali yeah. is also aggressive. So I feel like they didn't really complement each other that well. And maybe that's why the partnership never took off in the way that we all, you know, thought it would and hoped it would. Right. But with Ramani being the more, like, reserve center back, while Koulibaly is on the field, it, it balances out for us sure. way, he, way he's more. All,
1: he's like our Albiol. Uh, Albiol right. I mean. He's kind of like right. Albiol. And, and by the end of this season, he he is going to – I mean, all right, Manolis is already gone, but Manolis is going to be a very distant memory I mean, probably by January. <laughs> Once yeah. he starts playing with Olympiacos. He already is. I, okay. but, like, let's keep it real. There was kind of a nasty ending there. I know he had his things in Greece and yada, yada, yada. but, but And there were some people with the proponent stuff again. I'm like, no. listen, uh, he tried. Olympiacos was offering us a, a freaking guy who was not allowed to go in Spain because of criminal records. You know what I mean? This was the guy that they were offering to Give us for Manolas. You got to understand, it was a bad deal in the beginning of the season. We couldn't just go out and buy another center back. De Laurentiis holding on to Manolas was a good move. But clearly Manolas played his cards uh, in in a way of not, you know, in my opinion, that he he didn't quite – didn't want to be on the field, you know, whether he had this injury, that injury, or gastritis or whatever it was. And then – the family issues, so he wanted to go clearly, and maybe he had a little thing in him that that De Laurentiis didn't let him go in the summer. But either way, he's oh, gone are you, now, and Rahmani stepped in, and no problem. Are
0: you sad to see him go? Uh,
1: not really. <laughs> no, not not with Rahmani there now. No, I'm not sad to see him go. But I don't have any beef with with Manolas. I'm just saying, like, what what's what's really leaving? You know, I don't. Yeah. We'll miss I was going to say,
2: I, I, I don't have anything against them, but I mean, like, I'm not bothered by him leaving at all. It's whatever. <laughs>
1: you know, it's like, I got no hard feelings. We'll miss you, No, mm-hmm. I mean, I do We'll miss the cool week, We'll you miss know?
0: the Yeah, the Suzuki, so so yeah, yeah. One last thing before we go, guys. We're in the hour, approaching hour 20. This is great. I'm so happy that Biz is back and Fran, you're on with us and, 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 and great to be
2: um, on. Great to be uh, on. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for coming on to such short notice as well. I really appreciate it. But there's one last thing that I want to share with you guys. And uh, I'm, I'm not sure you know that I was going to present this, but um, apparently, um, Lorenzo Isina is up for 2021 <laughs> Pallone Azzurro. Oh. Um, I didn't even know this was a thing, but here we are. Um, Palone Azzurro, Insigne win it, or is it someone else? W- what do you guys say?
2: Someone else, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, oh, it's tough. Donnarumma, Chiesa, I'd say Donnarumma, Chiesa, Spinatola. I'd probably have ahead of Insigne,
1: Ralph. Um, man. While I think Insignia had a great performance, does he get? I think it has to go to somebody, uh, either one of the defenders or or you know, or Bonucci. Me, fucking hate Kalini though. I really. I mean, yeah, guy. but in the Euros, <laughs> I, I I think again, like two thousand and six, Italy Italy's defense really won this this trophy, this Euro, mm-hmm. this European Championship. Um. Not that Insignia did not contribute, but it wasn't our goal scoring that won us, in my opinion. It was our defense and how we were able to thwart a lot of uh, great attacking sides in Spain. I mean, that Spain game was the championship. I knew once we beat mm-hmm. them, we were going to win because I, I believe yeah. that was our biggest challenge. Yep. But but Belgium, England, come on, guys. I mean, you want to say Donnarumma, he had that, that save to win it? Yeah. Yeah. One of the partnerships between—I I would almost say Banucci over Kalini—but uh, let's keep it real. Our defense won us the European, so I think it should go to one of those people. Back. Then. Well, okay, but but
0: let's let's see. Uh, so I'm assuming – as far as a candidate.
1: Is, the, the candidacy, I think, is well I think deserved. is warranted. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh yeah. But,
0: and I don't know the other candidates. I just saw this. Uh, uh, I saw this hanging around on Twitter earlier, so that's that's where um, you know that's where this this idea came from to show it, you know, but uh, but uh, Insignia for me, if you're going to include the uh, the performance of last year, you know, of last season before the before the the tournament, you know, 19 goals, season of his career with Napoli, you know, I, I think he should get a shout, you know, when it comes to um uh this Palone Azzurro, you know.
1: Um Rafa, can I ask you, is this for international play or for what they've done in Serie A? I mean that's a different I'm, answer. You know I'm I mean?
0: thinking I'm thinking it's for international play, but I, I like I said if you're gonna lump in um if you're gonna lump in you know Play in you know In the the league as well mm-hmm. I don't see why you can't You know put right You know Insigne at the top You know what I mean Sure. But so far we're looking at Barella um, As a candidate Donnarumma um, Chiesa And um, I think that's it
2: I think that's I, it. I would pick Donnarumma
1: I, over Chiesa personally, but again, I would b- prefer to see somebody in the uh, defensive end of the Italian team, national team.
0: Mm-hmm. Also want to say really quick, a nice happy birthday to Jorginho, who is uh, yes. his birthday today. Jorginho okay. is one that we miss and that we love. And Joe um, as well, right? Joe is Joe, Joe, sure. his birthday. Joe, oh, yes, Joe Fischetti tonight, was Joe yesterday. Yes, yeah. yep. Yeah. Happy birthday, Joe Fischetti. Happy belated. Happy belated to Dom from the Bronx. Dom BX. Right, uh, right. His birthday was a couple of um, days ago. Um, all great guys. But we're going to leave you guys with that uh, really quick. Just want to say um, next Monday night, we will not be around City. Uh, I on a break for Christmas. So Rafa is taking a break from everything um well we are returning we will return on january 3rd 2020 wow i've screwed that um big time up not 2020 january 2022
1: 2022,
0: yeah not only am i not getting the year right you know how normally when the new year comes you're still stuck on putting the old year like 2021 right i i i went to 2020 we will return January 3rd, 2022, Monday night with Professor Gaetano Solazzo and the Napoli Mid-Season Report Card. Yes, the teacher himself, the principal
2: himself. The principal. Uh,
0: Principale uh, Gaetano Solazzo will come on, and we show. will give – Yes, it will be a great show. We're going to give a grade to Napoli um, players for this half of the season so far. We're going to do each individual player. We're going to do Spalletti. We're going to do the team itself, probably what the best game was, performance, whatever, but we're going to do a nice show. It's going to be cool. Um, it'll be before we come back uh, for the Juve game, which is on the 6th. Uh, don't forget Spezia on Wednesday. We will have a post-match. Uh, probably going to do it late again, like now, 9 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock, whatever, just keep in touch with me and I'll let you know what's going on like Fran did today. Uh, and I want to say Buon Natale to you, Ralph, you, Fran, everybody in the chat, Buon Natale yes. and Buonanno. Um, yes. uh, please be Buon safe. Natale, guys. Yes. Please be safe, guys. Yeah. Um, do it the right way. You know, we got this dumb Omicron stuff going on, but we also have other dumb things going on and I just want everyone to be safe and, yeah. and, you know, Let's let's uh, all be tip your waiter. Yes, tip your waiter. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Rosado,
2: I'm in the business too again. You know, you guys deal. know.
0: I, I just started
2: know. a couple weeks ago. Good I'm for you. At, Good for you. A, I'm waiting at a barbecue place.
0: So the soccer house. place is done. You're done with that place.
2: Scrap that. I scrapped it. Scrap the, that. Uh, I've always been in the restaurant gig actually my whole life. You have. The, the
0: you look like a top. restaurant guy,
2: Fran. You look like
0: a guy who's gonna put on a bow tie. And a, and a and a and a white shirt buttoned down do with so. black and like a and like that the the apron the white apron going That'd on <laughs> Come on, yeah, that's on. you all with the pompadour and the fresh low tape. <laughs> Come on, with the with the patent leather shoes. Shiny. How's that? Are you are you out of pomade yet? Do you, do you the stuff that I sent you?
2: Uh yeah, I ran through that. All right, I I'm gonna have to try that. to find
0: you. Some, I'm gonna have to try to find you some more. I'm to have to try to. Find I you
2: appreciate more. that.
0: Of no, course. but I,
2: no. I was, I was always in restaurant gigs, but then because of COVID, um, I didn't know what was going on with, you know, seating limitations and all that. And I just said, you know what, uh, until this kind of blows over, or at least there's a clearer picture. I'll just go retail for now. And then I did that for as long as I could, but restaurant for me is just, it, it's just more fun than retail. It, like I like the rush of the adrenaline when you have like, a bunch of tables sitting at once and you don't know what the hell to do first. It like keeps <laughs> yeah. you on your toes and it nice. makes the ship, it makes the ship go by yeah. faster. And you just yeah. interact with more people as a waiter too than, than retail. I feel like it also depends where you're working though too. So yeah.
0: for sure, for sure. Let's get a Fort Sinopoli Sempre in the chat, everybody let's do it. Um, Want to thank you all for joining again. Thank you all for listening on the podcast. Thank you all for watching live or taped on uh, on uh, YouTube. Um, Fran, why don't you plug yourself? What's your your? Where can we find you on Soch? On oh, Soch?
2: So on Twitter, you can find me at um, Barton O uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to type that or. No, that's I'll- fine.
0: I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it.
2: Okay, yeah, um, on Twitter you can find me at Parts and um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't know what other plugs you guys like to give out, but for all things Calacho, I would say it's my Twitter. That's, that's where I'm just talking
1: all Calacho,
2: So, And
0: Bizarro, of course, we all know where to find you, right?
1: R-A-F-F underscore B-I-Z-Z, biz um, That's it. Oh, <clears throat> there is links there to the, uh, couch. on no- Napoli club. USA still going strong guys. Um, uh, we get, mm, I would encourage people. I left a discord link. So if you just want to kind of talk, uh, Napoli in a place that's not pretentious that, you know, we're, we're real sticklers about mutual respect. Uh, I think it is a great place to come and talk, especially during games. A lot of people, we have a game thread. Pe- a lot of people show up, um, you can find me there. You can find a whole bunch of new char- a whole bunch of characters there. Um, and then catch me on Twitter, of course. You know, big big thank you, big love to, uh, you know, everybody who was a part of the Ralph and Ralph rant. Of course, I see a lot of familiar faces here in the, in, in the chat. Um, you know, stay tuned. You know, there there's future things coming up, man. You know, it was just a, a time <clears throat> that I had to kind of focus on other things. But I can't tell you the amount of, uh uh gratitude i feel for every um from everybody you know it's it's it was emotional to say the least yes sir uh, to to get so many messages that that day and um i want everybody to know that i'm not gone i'm just just working on some things right now and and uh hopefully we could uh see something in the future so you know, but in the meantime, uh, Rafa here has really been holding down the fort, Fort Napoli in general, along with the same characters like Joe Fischetti, Dom from England. Um, so show some love to these guys because it it's not easy to keep, you know, be here every week and weekend, week out. <clears throat> so, you know. Shout out to uh, shout out to you, Rafa. For, for Thank you
0: very much. I really going. appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, where's Pasquale? The 20 minute Napolitan goodbye is uh, is is uh, a yeah yeah, 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 yes. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know how it goes. I,
2: I don't know if I actually got a chance to tell you guys this, but to uh, to the Canadian men in the group chat, to the Canadian boys, I'm actually my flight, yes. is yes, my flight, yes, is but. Yes. but we don't know what's gonna happen with COVID right now because mm. apparently. Did you get the
1: insurance? Did you get the insurance, uh, French?
2: I don't think I, uh, I don't think I did Viz. Oh, I'm damn. I'm hoping that uh, like God forbid they go into lockdown, uh, they just credit me with like another flight, not a refund. They just say right. you know, God forbid,
1: future. They just killer. give me
2: points or whatever, and I can use it for another flight because actually I was talking to, to uh, Vincenzo today about it, and apparently British Columbia and Quebec, are both. Looks like they're heading into lockdown. Uh, Toronto's Ontario, so they have no idea what's going on there yet. Uh, next week, I guess there might be a clearer picture right before the new year. But for now, I'm booked six and the 14th. So I'm hoping that I, I get to see you guys and hang out with you guys for the week. That'll be a great time.
1: January January, Francesco? Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. In a couple of weeks. Awesome. So I'm, I'm hoping it happens. Uh, I'm on for five weeks. For school for the Christmas break, so mm. I figured I'd get away for one week. But I don't know what's gonna happen. It's 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 seeming a little weird right now. Talk, talk, right, well, talk, talk, best talk, of, talk, best talk,
0: of bet. Be, yeah. Best of luck to you, my brother, uh, yeah, in your travels. here. You, thank you. You know, uh, hopefully you can get there and rock out with the Canada guys, the Toronto guys, the Napoli Club We're Toronto. Uh, let me shout them out too, del Vesuvio uh podcast uh the Napoli uh club Toronto guys Carm Sereno they're doing some really really cool things they are absolutely killing it with that merch there is a there is a freaking their their merch is going to be something else i saw that and uh that's coming soon so please follow them here is where you can find Caltro Napoli Club USA on Facebook uh you know join us there too um, here is the social media for Fidi de Vesuvio and Napoli Club Toronto. Uh, here is that. And uh, once again, why not? Let's show the standings because we need to have a 20 minute goodbye. So let's fill this time, right? <laughs> These are uh, yes, they are very funny. They are very funny.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, for real this time. <laughs> all
0: right, let's go, guys. It's for real this time. Uh, very, very good. Thank you very much again, Biz and Fran. Uh, uh, Thank you for having me out. The- Appreciate <laughs> it. Ciao, ciao. And as always, for Sanapolis.